Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Royal Ramble on this rainy Sunday afternoon here in Toronto. I really hope that April showers do indeed bring May flowers. The theme for this week's episode is change. Change is not usually something that I'm comfortable with, but sometimes, as the WWE would say, it's nice to shake things up. And things have certainly been shaken and about to be shaken in most pro wrestling promotions. But that change also extends outside the world of just pro wrestling. Part of my show last week was dedicated to one of my favorite wrestling radio hosts, Dan Lavransky, who recently announced his official retirement from wrestling radio after 25 years. He was like the Bret Hart of wrestling radio because not only is he the best there is, was, and ever will be, but just like Bret after Montreal, people just followed him right out the door. I know that one thing had nothing to do with the other, and every person had their individual reasons for leaving, but it seems like a lot of big changes are happening all at once. Almost as soon as Lavransky left SNME Radio, his Dynamite Show co-host Joe Aguinaldo announced his departure, and soon after that, it was announced that the host of the flagship program, and this guy steering this SNME ship, Mike McGuire, was also leaving. Talk about shaking things up. Tonight's broadcast of SNME will certainly be an interesting one, that's for sure, but I guess by the time you listen to this, we'll already know who the new host is. And then there are all the changes within the world of pro wrestling that are also seemingly happening all at the same time. New Japan has their Best of the Super Juniors tournament ready to start. Former WWE star Naomi made her debut at the recent Impact tapings as Trinity. CM Punk is randomly showing up backstage at both WWE and Impact in Chicago and is apparently on his way back to AEW. Speaking of AEW, not only do they have the huge international tour this summer, but they also have the second annual Owen Hart Cup tournament starting at Double or Nothing this year, continuing at Forbidden Door, and culminating in Owen's hometown of Calgary, Alberta. AEW also announced recently that they will soon debut a third major wrestling show this summer, and it's expected that CM Punk will make his first televised appearance since All Out last year, on that first episode of the new show at the United Center next month, which I believe is also the go-home show before Forbidden Door. And then, of course, there are all the changes going on in WWE. The draft is already underway as of Friday on SmackDown and will continue on Raw tomorrow night. It's funny that they made such a big deal for weeks about the potential of teams and factions splitting up, but then pretty well every team was drafted together, except, of course, for the Bloodline. I really, really love this storyline and the constant tease of Roman and Solo eventually turning on the Usos, and I think Paul Heyman has also been fantastic in his role. So we learned on Friday that Roman, Solo, and Heyman were all drafted to SmackDown, but the fate of the Uso brothers remains to be seen. Will they end up on a different show? Personally, I think it makes more sense for them to be on the same show for the purpose of continuing the storyline, which is one of the best in the last 10 years. Interestingly, the Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair was also drafted to the SmackDown brand, while NXT Women's Champion Indy Hartwell was drafted to Raw. Rhea Ripley is the current SmackDown Women's Champion who has yet to be drafted, but either way she goes, there will be two women's singles champions on one of those shows. So now the question is, what do they do about it? Do they simply have one of the champions lose their titles in an upcoming defense? Well, that won't happen with Bianca Belair's title because even if she were to lose to Io Sky in her defense at Backlash, Io and the rest of Damage Control have also been drafted to SmackDown. 
I think the most likely scenario is Rhea Ripley and the rest of Judgment Day getting drafted to Raw on Monday, though I'd actually prefer if Rhea was separated from the group. But I think they'll end up on Raw and they'll just do what they've done in previous drafts and simply just have Bianca and Rhea switch belts, which is kind of lame, while Indy will likely lose hers or simply vacate it, and the new champion will be crowned at Battleground. I always hate when they do stuff like that because then what was the point of her winning the title to begin with? To be honest, I've never been a fan of Indy Hartwell, so I could go either way, but I guess that since both Dexter Loomis and Candice LeRae were also drafted to Raw, the way will soon be reunited. The NXT Women's Tag Team Champions Alba Fire and Isla Dawn were also drafted to SmackDown, while the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions have yet to be drafted. I can see a unification match there, or more likely, Fire and Dawn lose their titles this coming week on NXT against Katana Chance and Caden Carter. In fact, I would like to see the Raw and Women's Singles titles be unified as well, but most likely the networks will demand a champion for each show just like with the men's titles, so I don't see that happening. I don't understand why they don't just have the men's, women's, and tag team champions defend their respective belts on each show, but it is what it is. It was announced that the draft will officially take effect the Monday after Backlash next week, so I'm now going to switch focus and talk about Backlash with this little preview. Though it hasn't officially been announced yet, I can see Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch being added to the show, or at the very least they do some kind of angle between the two at the premium live event, because it will be challenging to keep this story interesting until SummerSlam in three months, if that's the plan. Then again, they've maintained interest in the Bloodline storyline for nearly three years. Roman Reigns is not booked for the show. Actually, I don't think he's been seen since WrestleMania but the Usos will team with Solo Sokoa to take on the three-man team of Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. The story continued on Friday's SmackDown as the Usos were unsuccessful in regaining their tag team titles from Owens and Zayn. In fact, for the purpose of the story continuing even further, I think they'll be unsuccessful in the six-man as well. Considering how I see this one going down, I think this will main event the show, and after the match, Heyman will six Solo on Jey Uso who ends up taking the pin for his team. However, Jimmy will end up stopping Solo from delivering the Samoan spike to his brother Jay. So Jimmy gets right in Solo's face and it seems that they may go at it, but then Jimmy ends up super kicking his own brother Jay and he and Solo do further damage and take Jay out for a couple of months, leading to Jay returning as a babyface later this summer and we get a one-on-one -on -one match between the Uso brothers at SummerSlam or possibly even Mania next year. Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes is the other main event announced for this show. Cody has already been drafted to the Raw brand, and I'm assuming that's where Brock will end up as well. The outcome of this one will be interesting, because I don't think either of these guys can afford a loss. I don't think this will be the main event of the show because of the outcome I'm about to predict. I think Cody will have victory well in hand, but as he tries to put Lesnar away with crossroads, Brock delivers a low blow and gets disqualified. And then Brock just destroys Cody afterwards and destroys all the refs and officials, so they do a storyline suspension to write Brock off of TV. And then assuming Cody will be the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion on the Raw brand, Brock will return for the SummerSlam rematch, which will be for the title. I spoke about the women's title situation earlier, and as of this episode, there are two women's title matches booked for the show, neither of which are particularly exciting. I would be shocked if the Rhea vs. Zelina Vega match goes past 5 minutes. In fact, I expect this to be a one-sided squash. 
Sure, Zelina is the hometown hero, but I honestly don't buy her or the rest of the LWO for that matter as babyfaces. I think they're all much better suited as heels. But imagine the nuclear heat for Rhea and Judgment Day if Rhea just completely destroys the hometown favorite. That's exactly what I picture happening. The other title match will probably be more competitive, but they haven't really done much on television to generate much interest there either. It'll be a stronger match for sure, but I don't think there's any doubt that Bianca is retaining her belt. The US title is also up for grabs in a triple threat match between Austin Theory, Bronson Reed, and Bobby Lashley. Of the three, only Lashley has been drafted thus far and will now be part of Friday Night Smackdown. It should be noted that the Intercontinental Champion Gunther has been drafted to Raw, so theoretically Lashley could win the match and take the title to SmackDown, but I think it makes more sense for the champion to retain here after the two big men destroy each other and Theory just picks the bones. In fact, I think all three of these guys are moving over to SmackDown. Lashley and Reed will likely continue feuding while Theory moves on to a next challenger. Seth Rollins vs. Omos was randomly added to the card as well, Seth has yet to be drafted, while Omos has apparently been labeled a free agent and will be moving back and forth between Raw and SmackDown. It seems like every time I give the WWE the benefit of the doubt, they always pull stuff like this. I actually thought Omos had a half-decent match with Brock at Mania, and Seth is three times the wrestler Brock is, so if he's able to get a three-star match out of Omos, I will be happy. I think Seth might actually get a clean win here to solidify himself as a possible WWE World Heavyweight Champion next month. Rounding out the card is the street fight between Damian Priest and former Backlash co-host Bad Bunny. I thought both have been fantastic in this feud thus far, and Bad Bunny's selling of the table spot was tremendous. Priest has also been really good on the microphone, and I can actually see this main eventing the show if the six-man doesn't. I'm expecting this match to be booked similarly to Bam Bam Bigelow vs. Lawrence Taylor at WrestleMania 11, where Priest just dominates the whole match until a mistake opens the door for Bunny to pull off the upset victory. And then following Backlash, I can see Judgment Day blaming Priest for the loss and kicking him out of the group, while recruiting a new member who I can see either being Omos or Von Wagner. So that's going to be Backlash, which takes place next Saturday in Puerto Rico. Right now, I'm going to predict the card for the following event, Night of Champions, as the WWE heads to Saudi Arabia at the end of the month. Here is my fantasy forecast. I can't see them doing the whole tournament in one night to crown a new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. I think it's just the finals that will take place, which will likely be Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes. It'll be interesting to see who they have to challenge Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal title. I'm thinking it will be somebody he's never faced before, so I think this is the time for Bobby Lashley to step up. Scratch that, I should clarify, never faced before in his current run as WWE Universal Champion. On the women's side, I can see Bianca Belair defending her now SmackDown women's title against all three members of Damage Control in a gauntlet match. As for Rhea Ripley, who will likely be drafted to the Raw brand, she will possibly defend her title against the soon-to-be former NXT Women's Champion Indy Hartwell. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn put their tag team titles on the line against the reunited RK Bro, with Randy Orton finally returning from injury. It'll be interesting to see what they do with the tag titles and if they just create a new set of belts for the other brand. Austin Theory will defend the US title against Rey Mysterio, while Gunther puts the Intercontinental title on the line against Drew McIntyre. The women's tag team titles will also be defended as Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan are challenged by Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. 
So that's it for me for another week. Unfortunately, there will not be a new episode next week as I will be away, but I will be back the following week with a full review of WWE Backlash and UFC 288 also taking place next week. Until then, I leave you with an A-B-C-Y-A.